0: Pastor Kirk here, we are so excited to be with you today, uh, sharing as we have through streaming, and today is Mother's Day. We want to celebrate our moms and give support to our moms Mm -hmm. in every way, and I have with me three of the most amazing moms, the most spectacular moms, the greatest moms on planet Earth. And uh, I want you to hear from them and I want you to get to know them a little bit. First, uh, my incredible bride, Suzette Bowman. We have two grown children that uh, she has been mom to. And uh, then I have the spectacular Nikki Myers. Uh, mom of four kids a single mom but has done an exceptional job her kids are 11 to 21 years old uh, and uh, she has some great thoughts on motherhood and then we have the one and only Jessica Spence Uh, her kids three kids six seven and eight just get it done and get it over with that's what I understand from Jessica so anyway we're gonna ask them a couple of questions today And uh, we're just going to dive into uh, how moms think and what great moms do and what great moms struggle with. So Mm -hmm. my first question to uh, you three ladies today is, uh, which one of your kids is your favorite kid?
1: (laughs) Oh. Oh, uh, you're gonna get us in okay, trouble. Okay, never mind, never mind, never I mind, might not mind. get a Mother's Day
0: present. <laughs> okay, all right. So, uh, so, so what I what I do want to ask is to start off is this: What is your greatest joy? In being a mom so honey I'm gonna start with you on this one what what's your greatest joy
1: oh I think probably one of my greatest joys is when I see the lights come on for them when I've been trying to teach them a truth or that you know they've taken a hold of something in the word of God Mm -hmm. and you see them beginning to walk it out on their own and that brings me the greatest thrill because we all want our children to do well and I really believe that when they follow God's plan that they will do well it's not Mm -hmm. always just my opinion or what I say but it's what God says Mm -hmm. and when they follow that and the lights come on for themselves and they walk in the revelation of it then you know they are going to do well and that pleases a mother's heart Yes. Yes. yes
0: That pleases a pastor's heart yeah. <laughs> when people get yeah, it. Right. Nikki, what you? What's the greatest joy? Being um, a mom?
2: Well, my kids are really funny, so that brings me a lot of joy, like literal <laughs> joy in our house. But um, really, being like um, just watching my kids, their gifts unfold yeah. naturally, not striving. You yeah. know. Um, when I was a young mother, and I think a lot of parents struggle with this, we can have an idea of what we think our kids are, should be, like, right. like career-wise or right. whatever, what mm-hmm. school they should go to. And um, I was one of those moms, you know, and um, God really got a hold of me in that it was just like, I created your kids. I love your kids. Mm -hmm. I put, you know, those uh, gifts inside of them. I know exactly what I created them for. And so it was like, take a step back, Nikki and let me do Mm -hmm. you know what I need to do and that was hard for me to relinquish control in that way but I did take a step back and it was part of that trust process and now I look back and I see my kids with all these gifts that I didn't even know they had um, just kind of develop naturally without striving or trying Mm -hmm. or manipulating them or controlling them and just seeing them use those gifts for the kingdom and church that has been a great joy to me Mm -hmm. for sure it's beautiful yeah Yeah,
3: I was kind of thinking the same thing you know um, my kids are young but I've seen them grow even just recently and understand things that we have been teaching Mm -hmm. (laughs) from their infancy and just hoping that those seeds that we're planting are going to produce something and I feel like you know in parenting especially when your kids are little you could like record yourself and press play and just repeat the same thing <laughs> oh, over and over. Nice. And you don't know what right. is really catching. And when yeah. you see your children take hold of spiritual concepts that you've yeah. been praying, they will understand. It's such mm-hmm. an encouragement. Yeah. Um, you feel like, OK, they are getting what I'm trying to put out there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even recently, my daughter, Allison, she came to me and she said, Mom, I have $8 that I earned, but how am I going to pay tithe if we're not meeting at church? <laughs> and Eric and I never planted the seed in her mind that she needed to still think about that. Right. But yeah. we've set that right. up for all yeah. of these years. Yeah. And I said, you know what, honey, you can give me your tithe and I'll pay it online for you. And it was such an encouragement to me because mm. I realized she's mm. taking right. a hold of a concept wow. that we've been instilling in her all of these years. Right. And right. man, that was just sure, a, like right. a joyous moment for me as a mom. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You love That's that awesome. when that
1: happens. If not, If we're going to talk about rewards... I would say the greatest reward is that I let my kids live through their teenage years, yes. and now I have two grandchildren. Yes. So yes. that is a reward. <laughs> ah,
0: my reward too, by the way. Yeah. So yeah. So you know, I know it's important to to you know to moms and to dads to instill uh, values into their kids mm-hmm. that. Will outlast the, your ability to control right. everything yeah. that they do. So when you think about, uh, like, what are what are the what were the core values, or what are the core values that were important to you to kind of instill into your kids mm-hmm. so that they could grow up and and be successful both in serving God but in life.
2: Well, I think for me. Um, I thank God, by the grace of God, um, God got a hold of me in my mid-twenties. And I realized uh, after a life of chasing down Mm -hmm. rabbit trails of what can make me happy, I finally realized God is the only thing worth chasing. He's the only um, thing that fulfills every void in my heart. And when that finally got a hold of me, it was so important for me, for my kids to chase Jesus and nothing else. And I knew that if they seek first the kingdom Everything would be added to them. So um, naturally, when you want that core value in your kids of seeking the kingdom first, you know, the next step is obviously to get planted in church and and be a part of a Mm -hmm. church family. And it's not just, um, well, we'll go when we feel like it. Or if we get out of bed in time, it's no, we're going to make it a priority. You know, church before anything, church before sports, church before I'm too tired to go to church or anything like that. And so I, you know, I didn't want to be legalistic about church because I definitely didn't want to turn my kids away from church, but they just saw me make it a priority in in my life that... Church comes first, everything else will fall into place. And now I see my kids serve in church all the time. Yes. Yes. And and they don't begrudge it, they love it. And so, yeah, that is definitely a core value that has really flourished
1: my family. And Mm -hmm. I think too, Nikki, with your kids, and I think even with mine, is Mm -hmm. that I think they have discovered gifts in the house of God that maybe have not would not have come to fruition outside of that. Mm -hmm. I think when you join in and you begin to serve and your kids become a part of the family of God, Mm -hmm. that... That awakens within them and it pulls something out of them that maybe wouldn't have been until maybe much later in life. But now your kids are the church of today. They are. Yeah. And yours are too. They're serving. You know,
3: my kids, even though they're young, they recently got into a fight because Allison, who's my oldest, she was old enough to serve in Rock Kids. (laughs) And her brother said, Hey, that's not fair. Like we want to volunteer too. And I said, We have to wait until you're a little more mature. Um, but I yeah. love that my kids want to be in church, yeah. and they see Eric and I here and enjoying being here, enjoying yeah. fellowship yeah. And, yeah. and communion mm-hmm. and worshiping with our church family. And so they don't begrudge it. They right. want to be here, and I think that is a it is a very important core value yeah. um, to Absolutely. stay planted in the house of God. Yeah. And then when you see your kids growing and learning and enjoying mm-hmm. being here, it is it is a joy to your your mom heart. Yes. Um, <laughs> to see yes. them grow.
0: You know, and yes. I think one thing too about having a core value of having your kids planted in the house of God is that it really does take a tribe to raise yes. your kids and you want the right tribe around your kids. Awesome. So yes, they would look yeah. to you for model modeling mm-hmm. a great life, but for them to meet other people that they could look up to and admire and go, you know, they're, I want to be like them. I, right. You know, I mean, I think that's 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 a beautiful thing to me that church provides that you're not having to just do it by yourself, but there's other models within Church life when you're really planted in church life. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, my kids who, you know, they lost their father, you know, emotionally for a long time and then physically when, you know, he passed away two years ago. But when he came, when they came to church, they lost a father, but they gained all these spiritual fathers. You know, they, you know, God really restored. And it was those um, spiritual fathers in their life that brought out those gifts in them that I didn't even see, you know, and they're, musical talents and um so yeah i mean being planted in a church will really really just flourish your family and and man i mean just take your family and the gifts that god has put in you to the next level and it just you know to watch my kids use their gifts not for the world but for the kingdom is i mean it's priceless it really is absolutely
0: yeah any other core values that uh, have kind of led the way for you guys in in raising your kids, or to things that you wanted instilled in them.
3: I think another thing that Eric and I sort of decided early on in our marriage, really, and definitely once we had children, was to be really careful with our words. Mm -hmm. And so the words that we spoke over each other, Mm -hmm. the words that we spoke in our home, and that has been transformational for us Mm -hmm. as parents. You know, I feel like a lot of times it's tempting to talk about your situation and maybe even to complain when things are hard. But when you reframe it in a different light, it really does have the ability to change your circumstance just by changing your heart and your perspective, and so right. in parenting our kids, you know there are opportunities where we could say things about them or about their behavior or about mm-hmm. the situation um, that could be negative yeah. um, or reflect our struggle that we're in. And I think it's important to reframe that. You know, I was thinking when when one of my children recently, who will remain unnamed, um, <laughs> was was struggling with being honest. I was really tempted to say something to the effect of "Don't you dare lie to your mama," yeah. but mm-hmm. instead I said, you know. So you are a truth teller and Mm -hmm. I'm praying that the Holy Spirit's going to help you right now to be honest with me. And I just waited and watching my child in that moment of struggle, feel my patience and my willingness to let them Mm -hmm. feel the power of the Holy Spirit take over in that moment. I think it was a powerful moment for me as a parent, because Mm -hmm. just by using words that reframed the circumstance into a positive light, Mm -hmm. I'm speaking what I want to see over them instead Mm -hmm. of what I'm but I know they're struggling with right now right. and that has made all the difference yeah. in my own life in my marriage right. in my parenting and so I think that that's a core value that that yeah. has really helped right. us through mm-hmm. a lot of difficult times speak right. things that you want to see right. instead right. of just what you're dealing right. with right now you did
0: way better than yeah. us because we just basically tell our kids you lie you die, and that, and, and they knew that lying say, was the unpardonable sin in our household. I would say to them,
1: "Who lies? The devil. The That's devil. right." And yeah. we don't want to be like the devil.
0: So you did better than You're us. You're better than us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honey, I know that your mom has made such an impact on you, you know, as a mom And, you know, some of the things that you wanted to emulate Mm -hmm. in her life So maybe some thoughts about that too Well, I
1: would say uh, one thing that my mom definitely did for me For one, she had us in the house of God every week She took four kids to church On On a bus Every week without any help from my dad at all. If anything, she would get in trouble if dinner wasn't on the table when he got hungry. Mm-hmm. you know on Sunday afternoon yeah. but she just kept at it another thing too is that she really lived out authentic Christianity mm-hmm. yeah. before yes. me yeah. and that is a very strong Corbellion and I'm hoping that's what my kids witnessed mm-hmm. within me and, and within us that yeah. in good times and in bad times we just showed up yeah. right? Yeah. you know and we didn't let circumstances dictate whether we were going to be in the house of God right. you know and I know you think well you passed of course you do that it's still a choice we're still people and I'm hoping that they saw that you know within us the authenticity of you know what we're just in there with God and he is going to make all things work Mm -hmm. together for our good and if anything we're going to lean in further rather than drawing back and and making them think that well you know I can just run away from trouble but run into it with the help of God and with other people and the house of God has been a beautiful thing for us
0: yes yeah Yeah, without a doubt yeah Yeah, so you know I know Suzette's mom uh, is one of the women that I have admired the most in life just because I mean she had this sweet spirit but this just determination Right. That she yes. was going to serve God and that nothing was going to knock her off path with that. Wow. So what a great model, yes. you know, not just to Suzette, but to me, you know, to other people that were in her work. Any other core values maybe for you ladies that uh, that were just important to you, something that you really wanted to instill?
2: Mm, I think for me, um, discipline My kids will tell you I was a pretty strict mom in some areas, but then I was pretty lenient in other areas. Um, You know, like there was absolutely no whining going on in my house. I wasn't having it. Um, No disrespect. (laughs) And it wasn't like an ego thing. I just just knew that kids that don't respect human authority that they can see with their eyes, it's gonna be hard to respect God. And godly yeah, authority like that. that they can't see with their eyes yeah. mm-hmm. and so discipline so, yeah. was a big yeah. thing in my house no whining no complaining i mean they they knew they knew they yeah. better not but you know then i was leaning in a lot of other areas like my kids have been homeschooled their mm-hmm. whole lives and so i didn't see the need to have a bedtime so my kids really didn't have a bedtime and they loved that. I mean, not that we were up at like two or three o'clock in the morning because basically right. they went to bed to when I, do I went their to schoolwork still right <laughs> but um you know so I was very lenient in other areas but I was like there was one thing that, that just stuck in my house was you were not going to whine you are not going to complain and you were going to respect authority and yeah. it's it and, and just all right. goes back to I want my kids to be uh, quick to obey me because ultimately I want yeah. them to be quick to obey God yeah. Yeah. and if you don't teach kids to be quick to obey you mm-hmm. then how can you expect right. them to be quick right. to obey God and the Holy Spirit yeah. Yeah. so that was a very common consistent thing right.
0: and that is that what is like super easy easy to talk about, but like (laughs) to hold the line. you know right. with it's them fun. is it's, it's not it's, it's, a of, it's a lot and there's work. a lot of times you just got to make yourself you know like I'm going to hold the line on this one you know one of the things that we did with our girls is uh, we were big on respect and showing right. respect to mm-hmm. anybody that was older than you and, right. and it might have been just because we were southern but, <laughs> but I think it was more because we were a kingdom but it right. was that I can't I literally I've lost count of how many times my girls would say yeah and I would go excuse me (laughs) yes sir and now i'm doing the same thing with my grandson and uh, yes i think that is such a great value is to teach you know because i think eventually they're going to have to respect some kind of authority they can either respect loving authority over their life Mm -hmm. or they're going to meet an authority that doesn't really love them but everybody has to meet authority at some point yeah
3: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think you mentioned too a little bit there is finding balance is such yeah. an important core value yeah, yeah, because yeah. you constantly, every kid is different. Every season of your sure. life and right. of, of your family is mm-hmm. different. Right. And so, really going to the place of prayer and figuring out what do we need to do right yes. now and mm-hmm. what do I need to hold the line on? Yes. And what can yeah. I let go of? What choosing am I trying to be right? Choosing your battle mm-hmm. and letting some things go that don't yeah, matter. Right. If I'm ever in that moment, I'm like, is this going to to matter in ten is years. It it? Yeah. And and if it does if it doesn't matter, just like let it go let and it go. relax. Yes. Um, and yes. so I think that balance is super important to mm-hmm. to have as a core value that you're gonna enjoy yeah. and yeah. you're gonna be lenient yes. on the things that don't matter so right. much, yeah. but you are going to hold yeah. the line on the yeah. things that do. Right. right. Yeah. Yes.
0: You need the help of the Holy Spirit to do Absolutely. that. Right? Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Every day. Yes. <laughs> Every hour.
0: Anybody, yeah. honey got anything else in terms of core uh, values? No, I
1: mean yeah. I had mentioned it before but I just had the scripture that I've kind of leaned into. In Deuteronomy 5.33, it says, walk straight down the road God commands so that you will have a good life. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the core values that I wanted to instill in my girls is that if you walk according to God's plan Mm and God's principles, you will have a good life. That doesn't mean things don't happen that we can't control. You know, sometimes illness comes or something like that. Mm -hmm. But overall, if you walk in God's path... You will do well, and we—that's what we want for our kids. Right. We want them to do well. Yes. You know, we want their lives to be blessed, yeah. to be a blessing to somebody mm-hmm. else. And so, yeah. a core value would be just walk with God, yeah. hold His hand, walk with Him, <laughs> so and you good.
0: will do well. Yeah, yes. so good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so just uh, curious to ask this question, maybe uh, mm-hmm. like what's what's the, what's one of the biggest challenges? In being a mom, Jessica, Ooh. what do you think?
3: Can I pick just one? Well, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they want to eat every day. Yeah. <laughs> what is All with that? All the time, time. <laughs> Yeah, the audacity of these children. No, you know, I was thinking about that. You know, one of the things that I personally struggled with a lot, especially in early parenting, was mom guilt. Mm -hmm. Mom guilt. I mean, mom guilt is a real thing. I think women in particular, we we struggle Mm -hmm. with that because we have this idea of who we think we Mm -hmm. ought to be, you know, what kind of mom we should be, Mm -hmm. what kind of food we should be feeding our children, you know, what our home should look like, where we should take them, and Mm -hmm. You know, we live in the age of social media. And right. so we're constantly bombarded with these images mm-hmm. and ideas that are planting right. seeds in our heart, in our mind, that are saying, mm-hmm. this is who you should be. This is what you should look like. Right. This is how your home should operate. And I, for me personally, my expectations were not realistic. Mm-hmm. And the version of myself I thought I should be versus the one I felt like I was yeah. was. just widely different. Uh, And that disparity created some dissatisfaction in my soul. And I became self-critical. And Mm -hmm. I was constantly aware of my failures Mm -hmm. and my my shortcomings. And so I remember having a moment with the Holy Spirit where I just said, I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be self-critical all the Mm -hmm. time. And I know that, God, you love my children more than I do. Mm -hmm. So I can trust you Mm -hmm. with them, and you can fill in all of the gaps. So in all the areas where I don't have strength to do this easily, you Mm -hmm. can take charge. You can make it work for my kids. You can make sure that I don't have to be personally responsible Mm -hmm. for making it right all the time. All the time. time. Yeah, and so when I came to that conclusion, I was so much happier. Yeah. Y'all know that phrase, like, if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy? Yeah. It's yeah. pretty true. It and it is, it is true. I mean, and even my husband, if yeah. he feels like yeah. I'm not happy yeah. and I'm not satisfied, he feels the need to want to step in and protect or, you know, shelter or, yeah. you know, fix the problem. And so it's putting pressure right. on my spouse. Right. It's putting pressure on my kids. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. when I just relinquished all that to God and I said, you know what, Lord, I'm not Perfect, yeah. but I'm gonna follow you. Yeah. Right. What a relief! Yeah. Yeah. What a relief! Mm-hmm. But um, but I will say mm-hmm. that mom guilt is hard mm-hmm. yeah. to wrestle yeah. through, and so I think that filtering what we hear mm-hmm. and what we see and what yeah. we, what we watch on social media mm-hmm. is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah. ask the Holy Spirit how He views us. God, mm-hmm. how do you see me as a yeah. mom? Yeah. And that revelation of how God saw mm-hmm. me as a mom helped me. Yeah. Be a better mom. Right. Right. Be a better wife. Be more satisfied and content, yeah. um, rather than self-critical. Right? Yeah.
0: Right. Anybody yeah. else struggle with mom guilt? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. I, I, you know, I'll be the first to. I'm going to say this to moms that are out there that might be struggling with stuff like this. Is yeah. that I remember when my first daughter came into my world that. There were buttons that got pushed that I didn't even know existed yeah. in me. Yeah. And so I, w- I want to say, you know, we can release that. And if there was yeah. anything that I had to do was call on the help of the Holy Spirit right. to help mm-hmm. me. In fact, as my girls even got older, if I would say, you know, honey, I think, I think, are you doing such and such? And they go, oh, mom. Mom. How did you know? (laughs) A couple of times, you know, and they would say, the Holy Spirit. I know, yeah, so they were a little afraid. Mama might get in touch with the Holy Spirit and find out, you know. But there is help that comes from the Holy Spirit, and we've all felt, why is it? I don't know why, but why is it we see all the little things we do wrong, but we don't see the things that we do right? I think it's because there is an accuser who comes after you and wants to make you feel that you will never measure up but the grace of God helps us. Yes. Yeah, that enemy is a liar. Yes, he is. he's a liar. He's a <laughs> you lie,
2: you die. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
2: challenges for me besides mom guilt. Um, I mean, and it's all part of it. You know, right. um, I think the challenge for me was to be uh, a healthy mom in the midst of chaos. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I be- was a single right. mom for a long time, and so I had struggles that other moms have, like you know, tiredness and exasperation and cooking and cleaning and discipline and, and homeschooling and work that was meant, you know, God's way is for two people and I'm bearing the burden. And so, um, you throw in the mom guilt too. Mm -hmm. And so I was really struggling all the time. Like I am not a healthy mom. Like, um, I'm going to really mess up my kids because I'm messed up and I can't Mm -hmm. get it together. And so, um, You know, that was a challenge for me. And and thank God, uh, you know, God got a hold of me when my kids were young, where I just realized, like, I can be a healthy mom if I just fix my eyes on Jesus. And I just, I threw everything into that. And, man, it, it. It paid off. I mean, you know, I look at my kids and I'm, you know, they're not serial killers. <laughs> so <laughs> I think, okay, well, <laughs> you know, I did something, something right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> something, uh, yeah. you know, but I think so far. So far. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there, yeah. you know, no yeah. felonies yet. Yeah. So, you know, that was a challenge to just to stay healthy, Mm -hmm. to stay sane in the midst of chaos. But, I mean, really, we saw God's redemptive work in our family. And, you know— My kids, I did, I was not a perfect mom, and I struggled with that. Like, I wanted to be a perfect mom. Well, and yeah, But yeah. it's like, I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect mom. I never mm-hmm. will be, but I'm perfect for my kids. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, where yeah. we fail as moms, God definitely fills in those gaps yeah. and says, listen, you know— your kids won't be serial killers, <laughs> 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 and trust them to me. And I, and you know, I will direct their paths. And so, you know, my kids saw me struggle. It wasn't all happy, mm-hmm. and and you know, whatever in our house, they saw me struggle, but they saw me also stick with God no matter what. Right. And so right. that yeah. instilled something into them, like, hey, my mom's not healthy, but she's going to persevere mm-hmm. because she goes after God. Yeah. And so I'm, right. I'm hoping they caught yeah. something yeah. Yeah. from that. You they know, have. They yeah. Have.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think it's amazing these three ladies are, you know, we would all look at them and say Mm -hmm. what exceptional moms they really are uh, and and how great their kids are doing and how much they're flourishing. So just to all you moms, we just want you to know we love you. Uh, We're for you. We're cheering you on Mm -hmm. and uh, you are doing better than you think you're doing. So (laughs) please hold on to that idea. You know, one of the things that I feel like has been a thread in all all of this that y'all have shared is this idea of that that the, all, almost always the answer was I'm gonna lean on Jesus I'm gonna lean on the Holy Spirit uh, I'm gonna let God help me uh, do this because I don't feel adequate in myself and that's really true for every one of us and so what I want to do right now if we could just take a minute you know maybe you find yourself in a place where your relationship with Jesus uh, maybe you've never surrendered to him before uh, but hey maybe maybe you find yourself falling short as as a mom, as a dad in life, just, you know, whatever the dreams that you have. But Jesus wants to come in and make up the difference, just like he did for these ladies as mothers. Uh, Maybe you used to be close to the Lord and you know that you need to return to your relationship with God. And and I want to pray with you. Or maybe you just feel unsure about where you stand. So I just want to take a minute right now and uh, let's pray together. So Uh, If you just bow your heads and close your eyes and let's just all pray this prayer together. Everybody say, Lord Jesus, I open my life to your love, to your Lordship. I need you. I want you in my world as my Lord. I know I've sinned. I've fallen short. I've messed up. But I come to the cross where you give forgiveness. So I surrender to you. Today is a fresh start and a new beginning. Help me become the person you've created me to be. Amen.